Hi, and welcome to Parks and Rec Season 6, Episode 12. Our episode is 105. That's pretty good, I guess. <laughs> no, uh, it was bad. Episode Go ahead. 105. Do you want me to do the whole intro again or no? Do whatever just, you want. Oh, welcome to Parks and Rec. You get, you get is it episode 12? No, it's season nine episode. I'm Jesus. Season <laughs> six, episode nine. There it is. Cones of Dunshire. 69. That's it. Very Joey good, Joey has been <laughs> very excited for this episode. Yes. So I hope it lives up to it, Joey. I, I think it will. Yes. I think it'll, I mean, personally, I still enjoyed it, watching it again yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was a delight. And of course, we're introduced to Cones of Dunshire, which is perhaps one of the most lasting legacies of, of the Parks show and Parks and Rec. Rec. Yeah. yeah. This, wait, does somebody make that game? Well, Sean. We, I will say that it comes back in another episode. Yeah. Oh, That's okay. not the last you've seen of the Cones, of the cones or of Dunshire. Of Dunshire. Yeah. <laughs> if you're... A first-time listener to Parks and Rec, oh, you picked, you picked a good one. We're we're yeah. we got a lot. We got a lot. You know what? On the They're all good here. ones. Just pick whatever. They really are. You Except could stop listening one. to Just this skip one, that and then, one. Yeah, go pick no, forty-eight like, or no. Don't stop listening. Eighty-three. To us. No, yeah. Continue Listen to listening. Them all. Listen to the end of this episode. Through the end of the episode, don't just skip to the end. Because then you'll miss this all the good the stuff. End of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sean's music already there. As I was saying, if this is your first time listening, I'm sorry. But we watch the show Parks and Rec while we're getting Parks and Rec. And Sean, you work in the Parks and Rec department. And just about every episode, you find something to relate to in real life. You find it extremely relatable. I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Haley. <laughs> and I'm Joey. And I'll start off with what I'm drinking. I... This was written on a menu at a place in El Paso, Texas, as a peanut butter and jellious drink. It's from the Dead Beach Brewery. We went, uh, but it's just called peanut butter jellious, peanut butter and jellious, and it's a peanut butter and jelly flavored beer. How about it? And it has little breads on the on the logo with different color jellies and jams and whatnot. Oh, oh, Joey is trying to show on, Sean. So I'm trying to show Sean. I, I can't see it. <laughs> oh. He's just saying sadness. Is it, is it good? How do you like it? I think it's pretty good. It You okay. definitely taste more peanut butter than jelly. Yeah. So would recommend maybe adding a, a teaspoon just or two of jam. Just add a shot of jelly yeah. in there. Yeah. We So Joey and myself and my sister, we went on a road trip last week. Um, so we had pre-recorded that episode the previous week and we, I know, uh, and so on this road trip, we tried a couple different, well, I think maybe, yeah, we tried two different drinks from that place and this was one of them. Uh, and yeah, I, I felt the same way of it. It's a little bit more peanut buttery than it is jelly. It's not exactly my cup of tea, but Joey likes it. It's my cup of jam. Yeah. I wish it was peanut butter and jam. All these jam jokes. NBA jams. Oh, and it's related to the yeah. episode. Ah, I know. But it's not. It's peanut butter and jealous. Um, but I'm having a truly hard cider, uh, passion fruit flavored. I bought a big old multi pack that had, I think, six varieties. So that's fun because a lot of them only have like four. 
So I was at, uh, we were buying some, I was buying like some Powerade and stuff for our travels. Cause we we're going to be in the desert a little bit at the big bend national park and similar places. So I was like, we got to get water and we're not going to want only water. Let's get some flavored water. And then I was like, you know what? We should get some hard cider too, but I'll just save it at the house because dehydration. But what you drinking, Sean? Um, so I was, uh, I got behind, um, <laughs> after work today, I was planning to make Sean Marks for the episode, uh, only because I made them over this past weekend for my friend's birthday. Ooh. Um, since we can't really hang out, they have a newborn. Um, yeah, I wasn't allowed to go in the house. Um, his favorite thing is Texas football. So we normally have to get season tickets together, go to the game or watch the game together. But since football hasn't started yet, uh, his wife uh, gave me some instructions to surprise him. I went and showed up in their backyard and made Sean March for him for his birthday. That's awesome. Uh, had margaritas and I left some for him. Like I made some more, put some in a in a big old cup so he can have some more later. And came home, and then we Facetimed and watched a Texas game together. Like we were watching it like it was live. It was a game from 2018. Uh, so it, it was. I mean, it's like we were watching a live game. But did you uh, Did you pick a heartbreaking game or did you Did you go for a, a celebratory a one? Smooth, easy so, victory. <laughs> so it was it was up to him to choose the game. Oh, nice! Uh, but he wanted to watch the Texas OU game uh, from 2018 that Texas won uh, with a field goal within the last 10 seconds. Like there's still time left on the clock, but it was almost a walk off win. I believe that was a weekend, perhaps perhaps the wedding weekend in Nashville that we were talking about before we got on here. Because I remember watching that. Was that a bowl game or just a game. normal season game? No, that was a normal season, regular season. and Regular season. <laughs> like Texas blew a significant lead, right? Yes, yeah. yes. That's, so when he picked that game, I was like, all right, so it's cool. We're going to have a 21-point lead in the fourth quarter. But then the entire fourth quarter is going to suck because we're just going to keep giving up <laughs> touchdowns. I believe that was when I started tuning in. I was like, Texas <laughs> up by 21 and then... Ooh. They weren't. Then they weren't. But then we won. I should note it was in between the, uh, like going out for lunch and then coming back before like the wedding reception because this was more of a midday game sort of there. But Sean, oh yeah, um, I'm drink. So I'm not drinking Sean Marks because I got behind. So I'm just drinking shots of Fireball now, like just basic <laughs> Sean as Fireball. There I'm it sipping it. I'm sipping the Fireball. They look a little bigger than your standard shot bottles. But he's not shooting them today. He's not shooting them, which so these so are the best. But these are the bottles. I know we spoke last time oh. about me going on a trip. These were the size bottles that I wanted to sneak into the airport. Or not uh, sneak in, depending on if they're allowed. Did you try the multiple hats I technique? Don't think Did that allowed. work? Multiple hats? Yes. Remember Joey no. had a terrible suggestion? <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot. <laughs> uh, no, basically, I just, you know, put several bottles. I had multiple plastic bags in my luggage, and I kind of split up the shots, the bottles, into in those bags. And you're supposed to take out all liquids before you put it on the conveyor belt. 
Um, a friend of mine said, no, he never does that. <laughs> and so uh-huh. I just put it on a conveyor belt um, and it went through no issues. Dang. Did you like put toothpaste next to one of them and then like floss next to the other one? And Yes, okay. that is exactly what I did. Nice. Oh, I thought this was my mouthwash. Yeah. <laughs> and, but it, <laughs> I guess I'm not, I certainly I wasn't the first because when we got on the plane, uh, you can't drink alcohol on the plane anymore. They're not serving alcohol on the plane anymore because of Corona. Mm. Um, but they said um, also drinking your own alcohol is not allowed on the plane. Oh, wow. And so they specified. So I didn't, I didn't try to do it. Except as soon as I got through security, I shot like two of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> to relieve the stress. Yes. Um, and so I didn't try to drink on the plane, but I had thought about it. But now I know. Like, I guess some people got in trouble getting drunk on a plane off their own shit. Probably. Yeah. This guy yeah, well, I know um, goes to Colorado for work and other places too, but like where pot is legal. And so apparently he just like carries on edibles and things like that after. And I'm like, how does that get through? And he does it like every time. And I'm like, I don't understand. What? And one time can- someone, I was going to Colorado and they were like, oh, bring me this back. And I was like, I cannot do it. I cannot. Yeah. I will get caught. <laughs> yeah. I'll be too scared. Yeah. Because my friends always said, because I went to Washington, Washington, they have, uh, what am I trying to say? You can, we's legal in Washington. Right. But uh, I'm not bringing in anybody anything back. No. I'm, I'm not going to do Because I'm not trying to get detained. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but he, he's been successful several times with it. And the person that was asking me to bring it back, they were like, well, I usually check my bag, but... This so we have the the guy that does it is a mutual you know acquaintance. He does it carry on. He carries it on. Oh my goodness! That's... Yeah, he like conveyor belts it because I guess like if you get, but they're not packaged the same way. So like if you get like a bar of chocolate, it's it's kind of like I've seen the package that he carries on. It's yeah. bigger than a regular candy bar, and it's like individually sectioned. Like what candy bar looks like that? But I guess maybe maybe Toblerone. No, that's very much a pyramid shape, like a triangular prism, <laughs> which is not. You mean they're like individually wrapped? No, like they're each... like a rectangular box, and then they have individual sections in the box. Like it's like you pull back like a a, a plastic sheet, and then they're they have their own little like section inside of it, like um like a like Frango mince did... box or something. Yeah, or like an assorted chocolates box, but it's it doesn't look like that kind of thing. So I don't know, but I guess I guess he gets through because as far as I know, there's never been an issue. So, you know, I guess it's oh. possible, but you got to be a little a little more willing to take that risk than than I am or Sean is. Yeah. Yeah. I, I ain't the one. Yeah. <laughs> Especially like if I'm bringing it, it's not even for me. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not trying to try, try and take this risk. So anyway, Sean, you also, when we last left off, were, I don't want to say dealing with, because that sounds like it's annoying, but you were handling multiple suitors oh. via, was this Hinge? Bumble? It's Hinge. E-Harmony? <laughs> Since you keep yeah. seeing those commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, oh no, because I stopped watching Hulu for a little bit. Um, let's see. Okay, so I was, so while I was in Seattle... Um, I was conversating with one of the hinge matches and we talked the entire time. 
I was there. Um, and we talked for like four days straight until. Oh, so it was going two- well. Yeah, it was going well um, until a. Uh, and so on a Tuesday, we had agreed to meet up the next day. So that would be meeting up on a Wednesday. So we made plans to meet up. Um, then um, we were talking about asparagus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> asparagus. Yeah, as one like, does. I, um, I don't like asparagus. Uh, we're well aware of my uh, eating habits and lack of vegetables and the uh, habit. Uh, but yeah, in the middle of a conversation about asparagus, uh, asparagus she asked, uh, do you see yourself at any point uh, having children? And I say, I said no, because Sean ain't for the kids. Uh, but I said no, but my friends tell me never say never. And then she sent me like an emoji, like wide eyes. And she's like, darn, you had so much going for you. Oh, no. I was like, I was like what? <laughs> she's like, yeah, that's kind of a deal breaker for me. Womp womp. Haven't heard from her since. That was that was the end of that. So it wasn't kind of. It was certainly a deal breaker. Oh yeah, certainly a deal breaker. Like all communications were cut off. Dang. At that point. What was the line you said before she asked? Do you ever see yourself having kids? Was I it said, like oh, is- I hope my pee doesn't stay? <laughs> no, <laughs> I said um, what it had something to do with the parent. Like, does this have to do with me not wanting uh, eating spirit or something like that? I had to deal with asparagus. No, I did not mention my penis. Uh, no, no, no. Your pee. Because asparagus makes your pee smell. Oh. No, really I didn't mention that either. mentioned the penis. Yeah, that might have been. Maybe that could be your follow-up several days later now. <laughs> Just be like, what about my penis? No other context. <laughs> yeah. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. It won't end well. Well, it's just, already ended. I'm just I think. curious what like what triggered that, or was she just like, okay, we're vibing on this asparagus, like we've had some good moments. I I'm think honest. it was that she was like, I'm liking this dude, but I gotta know this thing, and so, it wasn't I mean, coming I, up naturally, so she had to bring it up. Like y'all had told me, is that at least she was honest, I guess. Yeah, and so we won't be wasting her time. But that later that weekend, uh, I did end up going on a date. What on hedge? first date in several years several years uh, we had a good time uh went to top golf top golf is very expensive i didn't know top <laughs> golf was back open i don't i don't suggest going they, there they just... aren't open <laughs> she, works, she just works there in Leatherman. yeah that'd be I'd rad still charged it full. <laughs> yeah. she's like we can use the space because i work here but you have to pay <laughs> i don't suggest going there um with just two people or ever again. Oh, right, because uh, you can split it. Spend, <laughs> or ever. <laughs> um, you got to have a group to pay for that, for the time spent hitting balls. Cause, uh, and also, I'm terrible at golf. Also, uh, just go to a driving range. Yeah. Like Top there's, golf yeah. revolutionizes the driving range experience. I don't know. I've been to driving ranges because a <laughs> lot of several people <laughs> in my family like to golf. And one of my exes liked to golf. And we would just go to the driving range sometimes. And it would be really nice. You go like towards the end of the day. We would go like after work sometimes. Um, and it would just be, you know, kind of dark. So it wasn't hot anymore and you could just chill out there like driving range. I don't know. They didn't sell any food, but I think you could probably have just brought your own. It was literally like on the side of the road. You just drive up and do that. So get a bucket of beer. Yeah. Lunchbox, like set it up. Yeah. 
but was, could you it was like ten dollars where your ball landed via top golf's unique revolutionary no, you had to use tracking your eyes. technology <laughs> no 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 you had to use your eyes but were there targets around the there golf were course targets. so that you could say oh i got 20 points on that hit well there was like the the uh like markage of how far it went and things like that but was there one person who could hit the ball very far but had no accuracy whatsoever but still impressed all of us cuz they could hit it over the fence well That's i the top typically only experience. went with like my no, I I don't know. I didn't look at most of the other golfers. That's your first mistake. I mean, probably that was a thing, but no, I don't know. So, Sean, you... It sounds like via... You, you managed to avoid, like, breaking any windows or hitting the ball, like, at someone or anything, which is my biggest fear at a driving range. Correct. I mean, you know, there's kind of the barriers... Yeah, uh, where the ball comes out, so I can't hit the ball like straight to the right to hit nail somebody. You uh, would think so. I have successfully hit a ball backwards at a driving range <laughs> and still don't know how that golf? happened. It wasn't top golf, but it was a, a driving range similar, like with a tee that could elevate. At top, and golf? I don't know if I just maybe just missed the tee and the ball like fell back, but it had it had like a pretty significant distance going backwards Dang. it wasn't just like a roll back it was a few yeah, it feet wasn't behind gentle. me and i was like mm, i'm not sure how that happened but now i'm scared forever maybe you gave it backspin it's true Spins um wins. at top golf is there also virtual golfing um if there was it wasn't open because a lot of stuff was closed only the uh i guess the main restaurant part where you could uh eat but it's like all spaced out and and the bays those were open but like some of the, like the foosball tables uh pool tables right kind of the go, shared space areas right you couldn't go there gotcha did the date go well though yeah i think so you think there'll be a follow up or you you don't know yet we'll see ooh did you get a hole in one oh my goodness no cuz he was not on a real golf course you can still hit the ball's in the hole. There's not. That's not what he I don't was. Think, I know that. <laughs> yes, it was. Oh, okay. Does it mean something else? No, Anyways. you're trying to make it mean something else when uh, it doesn't. The way he said it. Hey, I got a hole in one the other day because huh. Joey got, you saw it when you were dog sitting, that uh, little putting green that's in the front, or maybe you didn't see it, but it's like right by the front window of our house. It's it's just like one of those like greens that has a hole at the end, and you I feel like you can't count on putting green as a hole in one. It's like twelve uh, feet. No, I'm just trying to say no, like, that out of seven you, shots, I got five hole in ones, and I thought that was pretty good. If you go to mini golf, those are holes in one. Yeah, I mean this one's maybe not. It didn't have. Well, it has a little hill, so it has kind of an obstacle. Anyway, I'm just dinosaur. saying five out of seven shots were amazing, and two were not so good. Who was the guy that hit that crazy putt? Uh, Happy Gilmore? No. Oh. He's against <laughs> Justin Johnson over the weekend. Oh, I didn't, I didn't watch. Oh, Somebody like recently. Tweet. Yeah, he made a... Oh, man. I should know his name. We'll look it up he at won some the, point. He won the playoff? Yeah, he won the playoff with a 66-foot putt. And it's like so. silent on the golf course because fans... Yeah. And, or no fans, I should say. And then... Oh, right. It sounded like there were fans, though, because of how crazy a shot it was. It was awesome. Like, everyone was just yelling. Including me. Nice. But man, we've got a long, yeah. long time not talking about Parks and Rec here. So let's get back on track with a little bit of trivia. 
Oh yeah, I forgot we do this. Yes, as we <laughs> as we start every episode. Haley is leading trivia five to two. Yeah. We oh are, damn, we still we were supposed to talk about what was gonna be the prize or punishment, and we maybe, did not maybe do we'll it. rent out a dunk tank and have the neighborhood come around and dunk the loser. That would be fun, but dunk tanks are painful because they're kind of shallow, and so you inevitably hurt your both of us have been dunked, haven't we, Sean? I have not been in a dunk tank. Well, never mind. He's been caked, I've been dunked. Well, we can give Sean a new experience then via dunk tank and just don't stretch your legs out all the way. Well, even I do. It does. It's, I do. Sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say the more you get dunked, the more the odds are that you're going to get injured. Cause I did it. I did it at like a carnival at an elementary school that I worked at. And for a while it was fine. Like I wasn't getting dunked very much, but then there was a couple kids that got me like five times in a row. And so the more like, I don't like I hit my knee, I hit my toes, I hit my hand, like it's going to happen. So well, maybe you just need to work on the trash talk to intimidate people so they can't hit the target. Oh, no, they were not good. There was just a couple of them that were good, and they got to throw, like, three balls back to back. Um, it was fine. It was a fine experience. I would just be worried that we would just... I would, like, a deeper tank, I'd be like, let's do it. Anyway, what were you saying, Sean? Sorry. No, it's just sort of the same sentiments, like... uh uh It felt, I think, it would be painful because if your knees hit the bottom of the yep. tank a bunch... But I would want to do it because um, so I can talk shit to everybody. Oh yeah, that okay, is the well best then part. Let's do it. You have to do it as like a 1920s carnival barker, though. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> Wear a little <laughs> hat and yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is that your arm or a limp noodle? All right, well let's get into trivia. Yeah, here. we can research some insults, maybe. Yeah, some old timey <laughs> insults. Did you uh, read um, Shay, um, what's his last name? Serrano? Uh-huh. Did you read his little email blurb about uh, his kids like trash talking at dinner? No. No. Oh. I don't think I'm on the mailing oh, list. Oh, yeah. I'm on the mailing list. Yeah. Basically, he's got twins that I think are 13, and then he's got like a maybe seven-year-old, something like that. But he's recounting the story of they were roasting each other, the kids and one of the twins said something to the little one. He called him the baby in the article or it's not an article. It's like a little blurb and he sees the baby's face turn and look at him and he's like, Oh, I know it's about to go down. And the kid, I forget what he says to his brother, but he's like, it was so funny. I laughed out loud. Shay, the dad and then the baby turned to me and that's when I knew it was serious. And he tell the first thing he tells them is something like, you look like your shoes are always untied. Then Shay's like, I don't know what it means, but it's devastating. Like it hits you so hard. And then he, he's like, leave me out of this, leave me out of this. And then the baby tells him, you look like you eat cereal for breakfast every day. And then he's like, as I'm writing this now, I'm still thinking this over and I still can't get over it. Like, Oh, and no, the thing that he said to his brother was something like, you look like a sunken ship. And that's what made him laugh. He's just like, how these are insults that have never been said before. And they're equally meaningless and devastating. Uh, it was just funny. Like, he's a good writer. And so it was funny the way he wrote it. But anyway, I thought Joey might have read it. Okay, trivia. Trivia. As a reminder, I will ask you each well, this one's different than usual. I'm going to oh, ask no. each of you two questions a piece, and then we've got a little fun one. Oh. 
a multiple choice answer for the fifth one. So we'll see how closely you were paying attention. Sean, we're going to start with you. You're down five to two. You need a victory here. Your first question, who can be found on Jam's walls inside his home? Michelle Wee. That is correct. Including a Photoshop picture of her in a bikini. I thought that was real. <laughs> also, she's a mom now. Good did Photoshop we discuss job. this? We did not discuss this. This is the first That's time we've mentioned Michelle That's how old we are. Yeah. yeah, I remember when she was the teen phenom yeah. of golf. She had a kid. But, I mean, I guess she was also like our age then. She's probably yeah. even older than us. Yeah, I don't know how don't old know. she is. But, you know, people be having kids. All right, my question. Haley, your question Leslie has kept count of how many battles her mm. and Jam have had. How mm. many? Not counting the one in this episode. Actually, you know what? Counting the one in this episode. How many battles have they had? I believe it is 112. Oh, counting this one would be 113. That is correct. I know how many they've each won. Unless that's another question. It's not. You can say Leslie that. has now won 57 and Jam has won 56, which I feel like is silly, but whatever. Silly in the sense of... In the sense of she was like, he's a duty brain. And then she's like, I know, I have the proof. And then she's like, I've won this many battles and he's won that many battles. And I'm like, well, it seems like you're both pretty equally duty brained if that's your only piece of evidence. But She she called him a, a, a dinkhead, that's which what I had to him. rewind because I thought she said dickhead. I was like, what? I also <laughs> thought that. And then when Chris Traeger made a dink comment, yeah, yeah. then it was all clear. Which, hopefully, your second question is also clear, Sean. Ah. Where did Jam get the table that he has at home? He got it from Benihana. Do you remember how much it cost? Uh, was it 400 bucks? Haley's vigorously shaking her head. 4,000 bucks. Correct. Okay. Very good. You're still getting the point, though. It's fine. <laughs> that was a bonus. Haley, your second question. Very easy. Better be. But I need the correct title. Oh, God. What is the name of the song that Jam and Leslie duet at karaoke? You need the correct title? That makes me think that it's not obvious. I would say most people incorrectly name this Most song. people call it Summer Lovin'? Yeah. Uh, now, hold on. I got to sing the song. Walla, walla, walla. Who? A pretty creepy song when you're thinking about yes. it in retrospect. There was a uh, one of the karaoke bars I went to. Is the song back in is the LA. title of the song said in the song? Yes. Okay. Keep keep telling your story the, while I think. There was a, a version, like a, a quote unquote dirty version of the song Ew. that some random guy duetted with I think his wife or something. And it was uh I always thought like, oh, this is so risque. And then I like recently heard the actual version of the song and several of the lines from the quote unquote risque version were not changed at all. Mm. It was still <laughs> no, like, this oh, is this, is, yeah, this is like still kind of dirty. So. Sean, do you know the real name? Um, no, I would have went with Summer Eleven. Never seen Grease. Perfect. Oh, I'm missing out, Sean. What if I just sing as many lyrics as I know? Does that count? And by sing, I mean say semi-rhythmically. Sure. All right, summer loving happened so fast. 
some loving had me a blast. And then they say something about in the sand. And then, okay, I'm bad at it. <laughs> yep. That's what I know. Very, mm-hmm. very close. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I know more of it, but I can't remember now. The name of the song is Summer Nights, which is the oh, very yeah. last words of the song. Yeah. We'll give you half a point for Summer. Mm, no. Okay. No You points. said if I sang the lyrics, I could have the whole Two, credit. You said you said you wanted to see how many lyrics you could sing, and it was two lines. We I said if I say as many, didn't I say if I say as many lyrics as I know? I don't know. We'll have to check the tape. Okay. I I was already not counting the point, but we can count it. It's Something two, about two. holding my hand. Mm-hmm. And then the guys go like, and you can't hear that on audio, no. but I did it. I did a thing. Haley stuck her tongue out. And <laughs> no, I didn't. That wasn't part of it. <laughs> I mean, I did do that, but that wasn't part softly. of it. Very softly. It was delightful. And then the ladies are like, ooh, did he something? It's like I'm watching Grease. Yeah. All right. It's this last question. Frame by frame. This is the fun one. I hope you were paying attention to the rules of Cones of Dunshire. Oh, mother. Because we're going to go back and forth. We'll start with Sean. And you will have to name me a character, a playable character from Cones Can of Dunshire. Can I just tell you what's in April's purse? <laughs> you studied that one. That you one, cannot. yeah. Sean. There's a, uh, a legerman. That is correct. That's what and I they mean. get to wear a fancy hat. A warlock? There's two, I think. Are they not called warlocks? Are they called wizards? Yes. Two of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Characters in the game. How many characters were there? Well, it's for 8 to 12 players. Oh, I thought it was 8 to 14. But I will tell you there are six characters that he names. Uh, There's a, I don't know, a miner? That is incorrect. Haley, a for a steal. Goblin? Also incorrect. Sean, you would think Sean would get one of these. There's a player. <laughs> a player correct Nuh-uh. no incorrect Haley we'll give you one more guess otherwise Maverick that is the one Sean should have gotten and all of a sudden we're tied up or Haley's winning Haley is winning she didn't get summer nights due to her half point from summer I got half a point <laughs> you gave her half a point I don't know she made a face what? Okay, I lose. What's happening now? I'll just shoot the rest if of the If it's spot. tied, then we can what make happens? It tied. If it's tied, then. Uh, Give us a tiebreaker. What's in April's purse? Beep. Okay, <laughs> no, here's a tiebreaker. Here's the tiebreaker. How much did Ron pay for his cabin? I know. I think. 2200 Oh, boy. Fuck. <laughs> right? That is correct. Yes, $2,200. Whatever. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> but you didn't know Maverick. You didn't know Maverick. Very disappointing. I also knew 4,000 and... That wasn't... I know that was the bonus part of the question, but I knew that question too. Like, both parts of it. Well, Haley, you take the 6-2 lead. I'm just saying, sometimes lead. we know each other's questions. Yeah, sometimes you do. Yeah. You take the 6-2 to two lead. Other characters in the game include the Arb- the Arbiter. Mm. 
Oh, yeah, he did say Arbiter. Two warriors and a corporal. Oh. I should have got Arbiter. These are supposed to be green. Yeah. Uh, I was going to make the uh, tiebreaker one that probably neither one of you would have gotten. So instead, it'll just be our Did You Notice? What? Did Did, did you notice? This is a fun little Easter egg that we noticed in the episode. Going back to the episode with the 90s theme for everything, Ben continuing that trend here while he's explaining Cones of Dunshire. He's wearing a Letters to Cleo shirt. The band probably best known for their cover of I Want You to Want Me, which they play on the rooftop during the movie 10 Things I Hate About About You. You. And here's another little fun fact. Their drummer, Stacey Jones, lead singer of the band American Hi-Fi, who sing classics like Flavor of the Week, The Art of Losing, and The Geeks Get the Girls. Look at that. All these 90s bands. I guess American Hi-Fi was mostly 2000s, but still... Little pop, pop punk colliding everywhere. And you didn't notice. No. Splendid. Well, Sean, what happened in this episode? This episode, we got a... We're 45 minutes in? That's great. Uh, So, yeah, this episode, uh, Ben and Leslie walk into Ben's place. Ben's going back to the accounting firm that he's turned down twice already. Um, Because he, he got fired from Sweetums because Leslie... Uh, got him fired. Uh, she he's covering her eyes because he has a surprise for her. <laughs> what he's been working uh, on during his week yeah, off in between being off. fired and starting this job. A little more productive yeah. than the claymation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's uh, so excited as he's telling her all about it. Uh, this yeah, and this is still a code open that he expl- explains his entire entire game cones of Dunshire. Um. It's pretty nerdy, man. Like I, I don't. It had elements of Settlers of Catan, but he just goes off the walls with it. You roll three dice to see how many dice you can roll. Oh, (laughs) sixteen. That's perfect. Gives you a lot of options. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Leslie just standing there with her mouth open, like this is what what is happening. She loves him, so she doesn't like interrupt him until he notices that she's totally not into it. He says, "Oh, I can just throw this away." Then he's like, "This is nothing, isn't it?" (laughs) (laughs) um episode starts for real this time ron is selling his cabin because he says he doesn't need four cabins two but but he's like two cabins (laughs) and he uh Uh, he recently bought a new one that the girls have a tire swing and it opens to the beach so it's all it's more family friendly um and we learned that Donna is a real estate real estate mogul. Yeah, it's, Joey. It's like Meagle Regal. Regal Meagle, find your castle. Trivia right there. Uh, <laughs> and so of course anybody's making money, Tom wants to hop in. He's like, Oh, can I get some of that commission? Donna says, Yeah. I, I would be like, No. I know, for <laughs> real. Like, get out of here. You're but not Donna, licensed. Donna likes Tom, I guess. So Yeah, they're friends. Can, they're, they can hop in. Um, so that's their task. Um, I think... Well, well, Leslie is still trying to get Pawnee Commons done. I forgot all about Pawnee Commons. Uh, I did not realize that this was something that lasted throughout the seasons. Like, when I originally watched the show, I guess I didn't watch it, um, you know, with the same eye to the plot. 
Like I kind of took it as a, each episode, you, you didn't have to really watch it in order. I didn't, you know, like the continuous pieces. So yeah, I had no idea Pawnee Commons like was from the first season all the way through till at least now. Yeah. So that's it's, been it's a, it's, it's a lasting theme. Uh, Leslie wants to get that done before she gets uh, kicked out of city council. Oh, wow. I really got city council. There. Uh, I'm from Texas. Uh, but of course, jam is just jamming up stuff, getting in the way. I don't know why none of the other councilmen, like the the main dude, the leader dude, not Dexart, not the old dude that thinks Leslie's attacking him because she's trying to give him a fist bump, but the uh, the leader dude, he never like says, "Hey man, cut it out" or anything. That's terrible leadership. Yeah, it's strange. Um, and I guess they need jam. I like, I don't know, because there's only five of them, so they need a swing vote. I guess. So it's just hard. So Jim tables the discussion for Pawnee Commons because he's ready to spend the money on something in his in his house that Leslie had saved up for Pawnee Commons. I forgot. He's gonna put it. a new linoleum shower in his office. He's like with limestone. <laughs> oh, yeah, or limestone, that's <laughs> what I meant. <laughs> he said it jokingly, but uh Leslie's like, Oh well, now I believe that yes, you are gonna do that <laughs> now that you mention it. Um and so this, that's when Leslie calls Chris to the office because Leslie wants to win this last battle against Jam and get these Pawnee comments because she wants to get the money and put it in a lockbox uh, and not ha- let the council have access to it. Um, but she needs Chris's help. Chris is the city manager. Uh, she asks Chris, like, hey, uh, will you uh, help me out with this? Uh, Chris said, no, he's a, he's a, he, has, he, can't play, he can't play either side because he's the city manager. Um, <laughs> But he's rooting for her. But then she makes, you know, she says more and makes a compelling case that gets to Chris's attention. And this is probably my favorite part of the episode. And so after she explains why she goes through the chart, like, oh, we're 56 and 56. Uh, Will you please, please help me out? He like stands up (laughs) in like confirmation. He even does like a smile and (laughs) head tilt toward her. (laughs) He smiled, head tilt, lean tilt and says, no. <laughs> Unless it's like, oh, oh, okay. I thought from the way that you stood up that that was going to go differently. <laughs> that was that was my howl living room lol. Yeah, that was very good uh, moment from this episode. But uh, I can mediate like Doctor Phil, but qualified. Yeah, and so he, so Leslie goes to Jam's house in the middle of the night. Jam's wearing like a robe. His wife is out of town for eight months. Uh, so <laughs> after they went to the outlet and they got a sleeping bag and a tub of caramel kettle corn and a uh dang it what was it the hymn is wrong it's a see trivia come on there's so it's many like trivia a, things that it's like a robe or a shower curtain it's a skirt shower. but i a forget skirt. how she words it she says like an un something from skirt. dkny dkny it was only eight dollars because the hymn's off trivia so they're they're jim lets them in for some reason uh they had to take their shoes off Said no shoes, no, no shoes, no park. Or no something. shoes, you lose. Yeah, no shoes, you lose. <laughs> so it's like, so yes, shoes, we win. Like, and they had to think about it for a second. <laughs> um, so they he says, all right, come on in, because he you know he he needs some entertainment. Uh, yeah, I think he, he seems fun. like he doesn't really like have a lot of friends, and his wife is gone for eight months or maybe forever. He's lonely. That's what I got from this episode, especially from the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he he lets him in. Chris is wearing 
a referee shirt, like the stripes, the zebra stripes, with soccer cards in his uh, pocket protector on his shirt. Um, and so I guess that's him meeting. He has a whistle as well. Uh, but so, yeah, they go and crash at Jam's place. They up, they wake up. Jam is making them eggs off his Benihana stove or whatever you call that. Like a hibachi uh, grill yeah, style. the grill. Um, on authentic, and, what does he say? Authentic Japanese breakfast? And she's like, so scrambled eggs with chopsticks. Chopsticks. So he's all about the Asian culture, apparently. Uh, he's, it's kind of... He's kind of, it's kind of racist, just a little bit, just a t- tad bit. Oh, Jam is certainly racist. Because <laughs> he has Michelle. This is Leo not the first wall. time. Uh, but yeah, he is, um, <laughs> he is enthusiastic about Asian culture. He has Buddha, Buddha statues throughout his place. Yeah, his whole decor uh, has like different, yeah, things. Like yeah. there's, yeah, like lamps and shades, like all kinds of things that are, in that vein, I guess. Uh, and so he's serving them <laughs> eggs, scrambled eggs uh, from his uh, Benihana. I do like when uh, later grill. he uh, offers them edamame and tells them how to eat yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> the wrong way. He's like, oh, so you throw out the beans and eat the shells. It was just like, <laughs> that is not nope. what you do with uh, edamame. Um, so... Leslie pulls out a six pack of beers who that had to be pretty warm, but uh, I guess they uh, <laughs> kicked back and started discussing and negotiating uh, with Chris sitting there mediating. Um, it doesn't really get, they make some progress. Uh, Jam wants to take a break, but Leslie doesn't because she wants to win right now. But they agree to go to a karaoke bar. A uh, karaoke guess, bar. Karaoke. And Jam is, <laughs> Jam is happy. Leslie said it right. Uh, to sing the summer summer, summer night nights. song, uh, he had the jacket. She was gonna wear it, be the chick, and he was gonna be the guy. But he's like, "Nah, my like my level. I'm gonna be the girl, and you be the guy." It's and more so in my went, vocal range. Yeah, they went to the karaoke bar. They're the only ones there. Like, they probably like one other person there. Yeah, because I kind of feel like it's sort of midday still, too. Yeah, they just eat some eggs. There. Now they're gonna go to a karaoke bar. Yeah. Um. And they had a good time. They they really enjoyed each other's company. So I don't know if the Parks and Rec can try some and Chris, redemption with Jam or something. Oh, uh, yeah, but. maybe. Chris buys 20 copies of the DVD of their performance. <laughs> he was going to get was, five. That was the quote of the episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris going, I would like to buy five DVDs of this. No, 20, 60. No, that's insane. 20. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Chris, um, he had quite the episode today. Uh, so yeah, they negotiate, negotiate, and Jim agrees to have the money in a lockbox for a year. Uh, and then they'll rediscuss it a year later. Well, then it's revealed that Leslie wants it now. Um, and she starts calling Jim's names. And like Chris is like, what are you doing? We made all this progress. Now you're, we're going to lose it. Um, you've won. Like, come on. Uh, but she, she gets red that, carded. Yeah, she gets a red card from Chris because <laughs> uh, uh, Leslie is upset that Anne is moving. Um, and so she thought Leslie was just on a trip to Ann Arbor, but it turns out Leslie Chris reveals that Leslie was Anne. No, that Anne was over there in Ann Arbor to, to sign the lease on their new place. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, let's like, oh, she wanted to get Pawnee Commons done because maybe that would convince Anne because that was like their first, you know, task together. Uh, their first mission was for that part. She wanted to, thought it would convince Anne to stay and not leave. Like Chris was like, no. But like, it's already it's, too late. <laughs> she signed the lease. Uh, we're having, we're raising a family out there. Like we're, we're leaving. Uh, so she was sad. But um, as you know, they're talking outside. Jam comes out. And it's like, hey, so, you know, we're going back to my place or what are we doing? Um, and Leslie and Chris kind of look at him like all weird and just get in the car and leave. And that's where you kind of notice like, oh, because he was like looking <laughs> like longingly like, oh, I, yeah, I we he came out kind of like, I don't know what this gambit is, but I'm about it. Like, let's do this. <laughs> let's hang out. They were hiding. from him or something. He wants to be Lex Luthor. Yeah. <laughs> to Leslie's yeah. Superman. Like, and she's like, who agrees to be Lex Luthor? He's like. He got a, he's rich, so that's why he wants to be him. Um, but yeah, so that's we, Jam's kind of lonely, even though it's a dickhead, not a dinkhead, a dickhead. Uh, so yeah, that's going on. The other plot is uh, Ron trying to sell this cabin. Um, and Tom and Donna they spruce it up and they bring in potential buyers, and they're all looking at it. But they Ron doesn't like any of them. He uh. There's a couple there that's like super, like I guess hippie, uh, like kind of not like no, they're like hipsters. They're like hipster, not hippie. Yeah, hipsters. Uh, and so H- April, of course, loves messing with them, uh, trying to get the price to go up. And uh, they're about other, it. Yeah, they really love it. There's other folks there. There's one guy who wants to buy. He's just he's on the laptop trying to get his financials straight. Um, no, there's several people there. That Which, are how is he cabin. accessing the internet? But whatever. I don't know. Maybe that's a hot spot. Maybe he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ron he wants to turn to- it. He wants to demolish it and make it like a glamping site. And so Ron is yeah. not happy about that. Uh, and Ron had to, I guess, uh, before they went out there, Donna said, hey, you got to move, remove all the shotgun shells and carcasses. And Ron's like, no way. But then he's like, all right, I'll remove the shotgun shells. <laughs> But the carcasses are fertilizer for his berry garden or something like that. Uh, eventually, they, then like the next day, no, wait. So people are like really into the place. And then he sees like the hipster couple and they say something, uh, what they want to do with the cabin. And Ron gets up mad and kicks everybody out. No, he tells them to put like beeswax on his mustache and curl it up. And he's like, that's it. <laughs> open house is closed would you have gotten the trivia right if i asked who i who april says she saw making out no i don't no. even know who they are one of them was yeah, ben gibbard who's the lead singer of death cab for cutie and uh the postal service but i don't mm. i didn't remember the second one so that oh, was so poor y- trivia you wouldn't even know i would have gotten half a point yeah i i know she said two people but i just like didn't even really hear the name she said yeah wouldn't have known uh so Ron gets mad and everybody gets kicked out. And Tom says, yeah, that's some of the charm of the cabin. Um, the next day, uh, uh, Donna and Tom are stoked because the couple, they're going to buy it and they're going to get a lot of commission. But Ron's all mad. He's like, I would not be selling to them, uh, even though they had offered so much money. Like uh, so much over April- the asking price. Yeah, over the asking price. But then... April just standing there in the back like, hey, I'll buy it. And <laughs> Ron says, what are you going to do with it? 
I was like, oh, me and Andy and Champion can go out there and just, you know, chill when we want to get away. Da, 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 da. Like escape life and just hang out. Yeah. And he's like, and so, I like this. She I also like says she'll bury, bury the, the bodies of the couple there right. after she murders him. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, he was a fan. He was like, how much do you have? So she goes through her purse and... Haley remembers what was in the purse. Yes. She says, I'll give you whatever's in my purse. And he thinks about it or he's just like, I'm listening uh, type of thing. And she's like, I have $8, a handful of loose cough jobs and Jerry's inhaler. And then Larry, Jerry, Gary is all like, oh my gosh, I've been needing that inhaler. And she's like, this is part of a real estate transaction, Jerry. And he's, his response was really funny, too, of like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know. Like, he almost seems, like, honored. It's really funny. Um, and then Ron accepts the offer. He says it's the so, best offer he's ever heard. Yeah. And so, of course, Ta- Donna and Tom are mad. Oh, they, yeah. And then they get their 5%. <laughs> yeah. Ron goes over and puts a couple cough drops in front of Donna. And then she gives one to Tom. Ah, <laughs> oh, Darn. If Ron wasn't flush with cash. Flush um, <laughs> with cash. Because his grandpa died. Uh, so at the um, Chris and Leslie. Uh, Chris convinces oh, yeah, they come Leslie up with a plan. to convince Jam. Like, hey, you got to go back. And you know what? You're my friend. So I'll do you a solid. Um, and so they go to Jam's office. Jam's like, what do you want? And Chris says, hey, if I give you one big, since I'm the city manager, um, if I give you one big IOU, will you uh, accept Leslie's deal? Uh, Jam says, five IOUs. So Chris is like, yeah, we have a deal. And so, well, we, no, he wasn't like, yeah, we have a deal. But he was like, yes, okay, you drive a hard bargain. But yes. Uh, and it turns out that um, Jam doesn't know that Chris is going to move to Ann Arbor. <laughs> and so he won't have any time to do these five IOUs. And so they tricked him. Yeah, they jammed him. And they jammed him. And Leslie was wearing a shirt. <laughs> saying, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your mouth got jammed because he's a dentist. And there was a tooth with like a sparkle. The tooth had teeth. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it was like a sparkle in the tooth's teeth. It was pretty funny. Yeah, that was her, I guess, pajama shirt whenever they stayed over. Yeah, in the, in the, in the sleeping bag. But yeah, that's uh, that was quite an episode. Oh, and oh, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was mad. Okay, I was mad at the end. Yeah. Because um, when Chris said, hey, uh, Leslie, you know, I'm moving. Um, ben walks in and it's like, hey, um, since I'm leaving... Um, I recommended you to be the new city manager and you've got the votes to do it if you want it. And Ben's like, what? And he's like, and so he's really happy about it. This is obviously an opportunity you can't turn down. But then he thinks like, oh man. And then I started getting mad. Like, no, Ben, don't do it to him. Cause Ben, uh, went, started at the accounting firm that he's turned down twice already. Uh, there's the main guy, I forget his name, but then there's another guy, his name is Frank. And Frank is the guy that got the job after Ben turned it down twice already. Um, and Frank's not very, uh, not very, not a big fan of Ben. And so he's like testing him, like, <laughs> um, he's like really serious. And like Ben's telling him, like, hey, if I ever get m- murdered, uh, 
Start the investigation with these two. One of them was way too enthusiastic and the other one was way too skeptical of like, you're probably not this golden boy that everyone thinks you are. They were intense. Barney is the other name played by John Belma. I also just realized I got to give our our writers and directors a credit because we forgot to say this at the beginning. So sorry, Dave and Julie. (laughs) This one written by (laughs) Dave King, directed by Julie Ann Robinson and aired. November 21st, 2013. So you're probably watching this as you're prepping for Thanksgiving dinner. Had you been oh. watching it? Oh, 21st. Yeah. I was thinking 13th and I was like, that's a super early prep. I believe the show was airing on Thursdays at this point. So this was probably the Thursday before. Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Sean is not thankful for friends. Oh. Um. So, yeah, and then, so they had this case, and Ben solves the case. It's like, we can just dissolve the trust fund. That was the answer. They didn't think of that answer. And so Ben wins the day, and they're all celebrating him. Um, Ben goes to the uh, break room, and I guess he's, like, making coffee or something. And they sneak up behind him, like, the entire office, not just the two dudes. He's singing a little song of, like, coffee, making my coffee in the morning. (laughs) They sneak up behind him with a stack of pizza. Well, pizza boxes, and like they surprise him, like surprise, and he turns around, he like I guess burns himself sort of, and <laughs> he looks and there's a stack of pizza. He's like, what? He's like, yeah, we want to thank you for you know for what you did. He opens the pizza box. There wasn't pizza in there. There were calzones, and as we learned earlier, Ben loves calzones, and so even ben though they is, betrayed him, <laughs> yeah, uh, and so. And Ben's having a time. Of, everybody loves him. Uh, you know, he's the best at what he does. And and he's like, I think ah. I made the right choice. And he turns to the camera and like takes a bite and wink, like smiles. Yeah. They love him there. And he likes what he does. And then the but next gonna... scene is Chris offering him the other job. Oh, man. And I was like, you can't do. They're like, they're nice people. They are. Even though they're like super nerdy. And so I was mad at Ben for breaking their hearts once again. Uh, I guess you got to do what's right for you or whatever. But still, like, come on, man. You can't do this again for a third time. Uh, But then he leaves. He says, hey, I'll leave a present for you in the break room um, as, you know, just a parting gift. Thank you for all y'all did for me. And so we go to the break room and the hot closing uh, is them playing uh, the uh, game, the Dunce of... Cones of Dunshire. Cones Cones of Dunshire. He had left that for them and they are all about it. Uh, they read all the rules, um, and they are ready to play, and they're going to fight over who gets to be the ledger person with the hat. <laughs> yeah. Magical. Whew. And that was the episode. <laughs> is worn out. Tuck it out. That was a delightful. Yeah. I, I just, Cones of Dunshire, anything around Cones of Dunshire makes me very giddy. So I'm glad this one finally made it. Sean. It's also yes. your episode for the top five. I'll be caught in the now. Top five. <laughs> I okay. feel like you messed up the line there, but I liked it. I liked it yeah, as I well. Did. We're going to keep we it. We won't call it I out. I said no. caught up in the, no. but I caught in, in the, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, I got caught in the. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this episode, Jam. Jam, not Ann, had several uh, pieces of Asian decor in his place. And he 
along with his Benihana grill. And so it got me think of my top five Asian places to eat in Austin. Uh, this does not include Indian food because uh, I didn't know where to put it in my top five. So, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> number these are, five. These are number five. Uh, and these aren't. <laughs> number five is Sarku Japan in the mall. Now, I know what you're saying. Sean, it's just chicken teriyaki. Yes, it is just chicken teriyaki. I don't know if it counts as Asian. It's chicken teriyaki. It's great. It's cheap. I'm not going by quality here, as you can obviously notice by my number five answer. Um, but the price, along with the quantity that you get, and, you know, free samples. I don't know. Are they still doing free samples in COVID? Probably not right now. Um, but still, if you're ever just walking through the mall and you're like, man, that smells good. And you walk through the food court and you see that Saraku Japan, it's like, let me get some of that. But they probably got a line, though, because they always got the longest line. Nobody's at any of the other places like the Sabaro. Nobody wants that pizza that's been sitting out all day. Uh, but yeah, the Saraku Japan, they make it in front of you. And he's like, yeah, let me get that double chicken. Who doesn't get double chicken? Um, <laughs> that That is... Why it's my number five. Number four. Number four. This is a fancier one, but the P.F. Chang's in Austin is pretty good. But it costs so much money, so that's why it's at number four and not number one. Uh, but it's, it's, it's quite delectable. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, you can't have it all the time or else you'd be broke. And that's not what we're doing. That's not what I'm doing with my Asian and Chinese food. Mm-mm. So... Um, <laughs> Or with my wallet. Or with my wallet. Yeah, I only had P.F. Chang's once in my life. I think I I remember a trip to the bathroom was not (laughs) not long after. Yeah. Yeah. I may have had it twice. I went on a date there one time, I think. And then uh, then that was in Houston. (laughs) And then I think I went there for someone's birthday one time in Austin. Cleans you out. It's great. Number three. Number three, uh, it's this place called Buffet Palace <laughs> off of, <laughs> <laughs> of Westgate. <laughs> all the all the foodies listening are just—they have okay. their pens ready. <laughs> They're taking copious notes. Okay, so look, it's it's a Chinese buffet, so you know whatever stigma oh, you want to have. There. All the MSG, I'm all for it. Uh, That's the one near the movie theater. Yeah, by Westgate. Yeah, theater. we've been there a few times with you. So, so this place has a you know, it has a place in my heart because uh, my friend Casey. When I first moved to Austin to go to school back in 2005, Casey he was the only one with the car because he lived in Austin. He took me and my friend Chris uh, to Buffet Palace because I guess that was the place that him and his family would hit up. And so that was our go-to Chinese place. <laughs> and so that's when I found my love for uh, sesame chicken. And that's all I order now from Chinese places. But my favorite thing about Buffet Palace, other than, you know, unlimited Chinese food, is that um, they have this, it's like this bread. It's like sweet bread as a dessert. You could pour honey and powdered sugar on it. Uh, it, was, it tastes like funnel cake bread, but it's like, comes in like a roll. It's so good. Um <laughs> Uh, I, that's where I make the most trips whenever I get back up from the table is to get some more of that bread. I've had instances where I've been pouring honey on the bread 
and the bottle top came off and all the honey just came out. <laughs> You've had instances. This has happened multiple <laughs> times. And then you were like, I yeah. guess I just need more breads. <laughs> yeah, it's got to, you know. Got to sop that great. up. Right. Uh, but yeah, you know, I think, yeah. Like, as Joey said, the foodies are listening to this and probably are outraged. Probably cut the podcast off already. They but. also have sushi there, which is pretty decent for a buffet, but a lot of buffets don't have sushi in my experience. So I like that about it too, because you can get that sushi if you like it. And they have a pretty nice fish tank and the decor is okay. Some of the fish then become sushi. Yes. No. (laughs) Oh, number two. Number two is this place near where I live now. And it's called twin Panda. Uh, it's just two it, Panda Expresses next door. It, it, <laughs> no, there's no Panda Express on this list. <laughs> there's nothing express about this place. Three uh, and a half hours got, for food. They got a really good uh, sesame chicken and a really good uh, chicken teriyaki as well. Not And it's better quality than the one you get in the mall. Uh, <laughs> oh, dang. But the thing I like best about them, I live right next to them. So, mm. so I can... I, I can... Yeah, I can put in that order, and it will be there really quick. Uh, so yeah, it's the the uh, the uh, the expressness of the non twin panda express. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I what? Screwed that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they are very express. The name is. They out. are express. It's just not in the name. They're re- they're really they're really good, and they give you sizable portions of that sesame chicken. Fantastic. Number one. Number one is a roommate favorite uh, that Joey and Haley introduced me to. And of course, it is Hunan Lion. Hunan. That's the best sesame chicken I've ever had. Uh, it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know what's, what it is about it, but it's, I, I was trying different Chinese places to see, to just compare. And they are still number one to this Their day. Their sauces are really good. And um, their meat is a, cooked well, uh, too. They do. It, it's never burned. It's never undercooked. Uh, they have a lunch deal. I don't want the egg drop soup, but I'm always able to give it to somebody else as a charitable... Uh, Tax write-off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. It's so good. I can, I can eat it every day if I wanted to. I would be sick. Um, I would die. So I wouldn't be have a lot of every days left if I was doing it. Every <laughs> right, day. but it's delightful. <laughs> but it's so good. Um, it, it's right next to where Joey works. So if Joey sends that text, Hunan, I'm like, yes, I'm in. You know what I want. Yeah, yeah. Whenever we all lived together, Joey would pick it up from work. Or and I actually worked. One of my jobs was pretty close. Well, sorry. Now I'm just going on a whole thing. Two of my jobs, it was kind of. It was either close or on the way. So, yeah, like either one of us could pick it up, no matter if it was a weekend and I was working and he wasn't. We needed that Hunan. I could get it. If it was a weekday, Joey could get it on his way home from work. So, yeah, that was really nice. I mean, it's still really nice. We're just working from home now. So we have to actually leave the house, go there, and then come back and have it. Yes, go get fresh air. It's even better when I lived next to it and could just walk over and get it. Yes, Joey used to live in the apartment complex behind it. It's great. Yeah. Top five. I was I was I was caught up in that. Top five. 
<laughs> Remix. I'm so sorry. I I got my coworker to laugh a lot during a video call with like a lot of people today. Not a lot. It was like five people because she said she she broke her hand. That's not the funny oh. part. And no. she said she said, "Oh, I'll I'll uh, do it later tonight after my hand appointment." And I slapped her. I thought you said a ham appointment. <laughs> she just. I see her laugh and then she types LOL and then LOL again and she says damn it Joey and then she leaves she like walks off the screen She's out and here. then she came back like it 10 seconds it is so fun to make your coworkers laugh during zoom calls like one of my coworkers I don't see very often I only see her like on this one particular call um, whereas other ones I see multiple times a week on calls um, and so every time I see her I like always chat or something and the first couple times that we zoom like the first couple of times we were in zoom, you know, like in the beginning, the end of March, um, she had this glass and I would be like, are you drinking wine right now? Like in the middle of this meeting, you know? And so then now every time I'm always like, Oh, what, what's your alcoholic beverage today? And then we'll go on a thing, but I'll always inevitably like, there'll be a time where she starts laughing and I'm like, yep, that was me. So it's, it's just fun. Sean, do you make your coworkers laugh? Or are you the one getting the gigs? Um, I, I, I don't know. No, because I, I don't see a lot. This is going to sound sad. I only see my custodian because we're closed. And so there's not yeah. much laughs to go around. <laughs> and the custodian the hasn't laughed in 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> he hates laughing. Yeah. Also, there is nothing related to Parking Rec in this episode. Other than Pawning Commons, but. That's sitting council people trying to work something out. You've never played a board game at work? No, I haven't. I haven't played a board game at work. But you've probably, but you've played a game at work with, with the kids. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, way back when. There was no kids in this episode. Well, there was a game. <laughs> there was a childlike joy. Childlike joy. Childlike joy. Oh. Who is a child still. Yes. Oh. Well, this uh, categories, Cat categories is probably not going to be too different from Sean's. It will be oh, no. cuisine you can get from China Buffet. That's not even what it's called, is it? Buffet Palace. Buffet there Palace. is a China, there is there a is China, China Buffet. buffet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's not cuisine from one place in Austin here that serves buffet food. It is, Although not a terrible category if we were all like yeah, in tune with what that would be. Yeah. Because the buffet got a lot of things. I like to have people play along at home as well, though. And well, maybe some of our listeners have attended. We'll, we'll probably be feeling Maybe they'll pause the, the episode, get themselves on over to Austin to that restaurant, which may or may not be closed right now uh, because buffet, um, and get them, get that menu, get, get going. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a trip to Austin and go on to third place. On Sean's list. No, they'll well, during That's the course of their trip, they'll hit them all. Oh, hit all five. Okay. Yeah, that would be silly. <laughs> hey, what did you? Oh, you went Austin. <laughs> I did the the Sean top five rack. <laughs> all Asian food. What Austin is highly known for. Some. Yes, five. Yeah, these five, five. places. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll do for categories. We'll do countries of Asia. I know we've done countries of Europe before, but we like to expand our geography a little further east. Dang, okay. Into Asian countries. I will start with Mongolia. 
I was going to start with Mongolia. Well, I guess I did it Thailand. First. Russia. China. Japan. South Korea. Vietnam. <laughs> Taiwan. Doesn't give me North Korea. Okay. Yeah, why not? India. No, stop saying what I'm saying. Oops. Cambodia. Malaysia. Sri Lanka. Uh, 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 uh. Um, mm, 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 mm. I wasn't ready for that one. Um, Laos. Uh, is is the Middle East Asia like Afghanistan? Is that Asia? Afghanistan is in Asia. Indonesia. Oh yeah, Qatar. Ooh, good one. Qatar. Uh, same thing. Right. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh. 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 Iraq. Myanmar. Myanmar. Formerly Burma. Uh huh. Um, Kazakhstan. What? Uh, oh, that one might not be in Asia. Hold on, Joey's looking. Kazakhstan. I might have picked. Oh, it is. We got it's, the thumbs It's in up. Asia and Europe. Oh, yeah. a twofer. Oh. We'll allow it. Um. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, wait. Yemen? No. It's not your turn. But is but is it? I lose. Uh, I don't know. Who's I'm not taking Yemen. It's not my turn. Oh, it's not her. <laughs> t- not my answer. Um. <laughs> y'all said Cambodia. Yes, that was the first one. Wasn't it? No, the first no, one was, that Mongolia. was Mongolia. I, I, I don't think anyone said sorry, Cambodia, sure? but maybe. Oh. Okay, I thought it was said, but I don't know. Go. Cambodia. Got a fun one for you. Kiribati. Uzbekistan? I have to confirm that it's in Asia, though. Did I say that one correctly? You did. Nice. As far as you know. But is it in But is Asia? it in yes, Asia? Ah, oh, boom. Is yours. Look at my turn. Oh, I don't know. It's an well, it's an independent country in the Central Pacific Ocean. Then no. So I don't <laughs> maybe not. It's it's in the ocean. I might have effed myself. I thought it was an Asian <laughs> ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well that's that. We need to be better about It's a member of the Pacific community. Countries and which includes geography. It's, it's uh, an international development organization owned and governed by its 26 country and territory members. So a lot of islands are in there. But Still also some... like no. Well, and also the United States is in this. So. <laughs> there we go. I just like Kiribati because it's the only country that is in all four hemispheres all at once. And that's a cool distinction. Islands. Yeah. That's cool. What'd you find out about Yemen? Didn't look it up. Good stuff. But that was categories. Categories. Oh, Sean, bring us on home. Guys, I've made a serious mistake. Oh, no. Was it fireball related? No. Was it the queso? No. Is it? Did you text that girl the the penis line we told you not to do? 
No. Okay. Joey wanted her him to do that line. No. It was Joey's suggestion. It was a bit. Oh, it was a bit. Not a good one. I decided to play fantasy football again. This oh, year. Yeah. no, Sean. What are you talking about right now? You publicly announced on this podcast that that would not be happening, to which Joey said he would be, I think, laughing or he would await the time where you told us this message. And I thought, well, Joey's not going to be right about that. But you know what? It looks like it looks like he is, Sean. Why? For the updates that Chris gives on the heat because he <laughs> loves the show. <laughs> so our, I do love I that he loves the, the past, show. He loves our podcast. He always gives the uh, the fantasy football group and uh, a recap of our latest episode. So I got to stick with it. Um, also, this season is weird since you know players are opting out because of COVID. We're not doing our normal thing where we just because we had a bunch of keepers and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I had Lamar Jackson and he was only costing me a dollar. Um, but no, we just did a regular snake trap. I did this at y'all's place. Oh, uh, when, when I, you were when dog was, sitting? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go through my lineup, but please don't. <laughs> but are you uh, happy with your lineup? I mean, it's weird just because it's everybody's, you know, it's, the season hasn't started, so it, it should be okay. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I was number, I was number nine in a 10 player snake draft. So. Oh, dang. I didn't get a good first pick, but you know I got the mm-hmm. the quick turnaround on the second and third. So, if your any of the players on your team do opt out after this point, do you just get a replacement, or how does that work? I gotta hit up that waiver wire mm. and pick somebody up. Okay, get that Kyle Rudolph bunch of zeros, and then one day he'll have thirty five catches for one hundred ninety yards. Sean, okay. I have I. Uh, I did something bad as well. Oh, no. Was it? Did you text somebody about your penis? Was it the penis? Yes, but that was received. That was well received. Okay. (laughs) We'll explain later. Uh, No, Sean, I also joined a fantasy football league. Did you? What? Yes. We both agreed we weren't going to do this. Yes. I. I did not. Just if <laughs> audience, if you're yeah. out there waiting for me to say that I did it, I didn't do it. We were invited last year to like a couple's fantasy football draft, and I was like, ain't gonna happen. No. Poo-pooed. Mm-mm. And then I'm certainly not gonna do it of my own accord. I have uh, openly complained to the commissioner. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a work league. Yes, about multiple items. L- number one of which is I don't want to play, but <laughs> I will be ruining the experience for nine other people if I don't. So I figured, why not just suck it up and, and eat some trash? Eat some trash. What the hell? I'll just eat some trash. But I did have complaints. And Sean, let's get your take on this. This will be the one fantasy football discussion we have Baloney. all year long. Bonus points are real dumb. For like yardage uh, accomplishments, like if you they get a hundred yards, and yeah, a like, hundred yards. Here's five extra points. Agree or disagree? Uh, I agree that it's, well, fantasy football is dumb. So anything <laughs> associated with fantasy football is dumb. Oh, Fair. I got ninety nine yards. Some things must be slightly more dumb. Yeah, it's like one yard more. Here's a lot more points. Yes, I agree. Dumb. Next point to everyone not playing fantasy football. Yeah. I'm envious. Yes. Oh, that so was it? I. That's the one, that's the only thing that... Is, yeah, I said we're going to talk about fantasy football, one thing. Oh, That's okay. the one thing. All right. I'm not trying to harp on this. I thought you meant the one thing is like these 
the dumb things that you talked to. I thought it was here's like the thing. here's the I thought the one yeah. thing was a list of things that you'd talk to the commissioner about. No, 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 no. That would be we're already running long. We gotta wrap this up. Sean. Let's talk about what happens next episode, which had we been watching this live, we would have had to wait almost two months for. Oh, that would have been because terrible. Cones of Dunshire <laughs> was the end of the fall season. So we're we're back in 2014. So that's why, because, yeah, it felt like a season finale, but it's only episode nine. So it's like a oh, mid-season yeah. finale. Well, mid-season. A little mid-season cliff. Oh, I don't know. There's a lot of cliffs, though. It seems like they wrapped it a, lot, a of lot up. Yeah, there were yeah. cones. All right, what's it called? It's called Second Chunce. Is it really? Yes. Or is it Chance? Chunce. Okay, go. I'm guessing Cones of Dunce Shire is going to make a appearance again because of Chunce and Chance. Uh, someone's going to get a second chance. Uh, maybe Leslie gets a second chance to be a uh, councilman again after she gets voted out. Uh, or gets a... Oh. It's real loud today. That was very loud, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I, I am fairly certain Cones of Dunshire does not return yet, but we'll see. We'll Maybe see. Well, wherever you listen to podcasts, listen to us on there. Wow. 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 The, uh, so, we're, of course, we don't record this the day this releases, but the Stars game is Spilling on. Spilling all our secrets, Sean. Um, <laughs> they are in the first period in the playoffs, leading in Series 3-1. They are losing 5 to nothing. Dang. That's bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot. That's like a five. Wait, first period? That's a very yeah, high scoring first period. That's four minutes left in the first period. Dude. Ben Bishop came back today. He's been hurt all playoffs. Came back, first game back, and he's given up five goals in the first period. Oh, maybe they should take him out. A little rust, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he needs to. Maybe that's why they brought him in. It's like, ah, we got three chances to win one game. We're going to blow a 3-1 lead, guys. Yeah. I already know it. Next podcast. Well, we'll see how despondent Sean is next podcast. But as he was saying, wherever you listen to podcasts, listen to us. I think maybe also add and in. share to your drop friends. Drop a five-star review. Share to your friends. Yeah. Share with one friend. Send this link to one friend. Be like, hey, here's a show. That's all the context they might, need. Here's, yeah, a show. here's a show. I was going to say you could add a little personalization. Like, I think you might dig it. Put a little diglet emoji. Uh-huh. And then they'll think it's a Pokemon podcast. Uh-huh. But it's Parks and Rec. Makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Parks and Rec. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.